0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Six suspects from Benton Harbor are charged in a scheme to illegally acquire COVID-19 relief funds The U.S. Attorney's Office says they've been indicted by a federal grand jury for obtaining more than a million dollars in COVID relief, including fraudulent unemployment benefits and small business loans. Charged in the indictment are 45-year-old Rochelle Beatty, Beatty's son, 21-year-old Melvin Clinton, Beatty's daughter, 28-year-old Daniel Branch, 22-year-old Christopher Bates, 24-year-old Brianna Rimson, and Beatty's son, 27-year-old Christopher Branch. The U.S. Attorney says between April of 2020, In December of 2021, Rochelle Beatty and her co-defendants conspired to commit wire fraud by submitting falsified claims for pandemic unemployment benefits in their own names and in the names of third parties, some of whom were victims of identity theft. According to the indictment, the six co-defendants submitted at least 98 false and fraudulent unemployment insurance claims in the names of at least 61 people. As a result, the states of Michigan, Indiana, California, Illinois, and Arizona paid out more than $764,000 in pandemic unemployment benefits. The suspects are looking at up to 30 years in prison and a million dollars in restitution. The and County Board of Commissioners has voted to seek a couple of grants to help with the extension of a trail along M63 near St. Joseph. At a meeting today, the board authorized County Administrator Brian DeSette to seek Transportation Alternatives Program funding to the tune of $1.4 million for the Lakeview Trail along M63 between Higman Park Road and Monty Road. Commissioner Jim Curran said at a meeting last week, "This trail is near the Whirlpool headquarters. It
0: is to continue the non-motorized trail along M63 between Higman Park Road and Monty Road, called the Lakeview Trail. Monty Road is the trailhead that's on the Whirlpool property. So this is a grant that we're applying for through M.DOT.
1: The board is seeking a $600,000 DNR spark grant and a $300,000 Michigan Natural Resources Trust Fund grant for the trail extension." The county would commit to a 39% match on the project. The overall cost of the project is expected to be $2.3 million. A Berrien Springs man is facing charges after an apartment arson in Coloma. The Coloma Township Police Department says officers responded to an explosion at a three-story apartment building at 226 Ellendale Drive on October 13th. They found smoke coming out of the windows and a vehicle on fire in the back of the building. After the fire was out, a resident of the building told police they had video of the vehicle fire, which was found to show a man setting the vehicle on fire intentionally. After an investigation, police identified Glenn Miller Jr. of and Springs as a suspect. He was arrested October 19th and faces charges including arson and malicious destruction of property. Miller was arraigned Monday with bonds set at $75,000. He'll be back in court November 9th. Police say no one was hurt in the apartment fire. A short stretch of road in Hager Township has gotten the attention of the Berrien County Board of Commissioners as a complaint from one resident about how the Berrien County Road Department touched up the road, made its way into the media. At a Thursday meeting, County Commissioner Dave Volrath said the road department applied RAP or recycled asphalt pavement to Tulip Road in September.
0: We had gotten some wrap, which is some recycled asphalt, which we routinely put down on dirt roads when we can get it and when it's available, because it helps with the cost of
1: maintaining the dirt roads. You don't have to go out so many times to grade them. Volrath said the project was done in September, and in the same month, a resident complained about the smell and texture of the material. So the road department, Volrath, the township supervisor, and the resident all met. It was requested that the wrap be removed something that's not feasible the road department's mark heiliger told commissioners the wrap has settled nicely and he doesn't see a problem
0: the really nice thing about this product is we're a gravel road we would have to service at least once a year this product allows us gives us a three to four year window before we have to go back and do something with it
1: heiliger told us that the wrap is a free material that can give an an unpaved road a better surface that's less likely to wash out Commissioners agreed the complaint was much ado about nothing. Chair Mac Elliott told Heidelger, quote, no good deed goes unpunished. With Halloween on Monday and a weekend of Halloween parties about to start, the Berrien County Sheriff's Department is reminding everyone to be safe. Under Sheriff Chuck Hite tells us Halloween is not the safest night on the streets.
0: Children are two times more likely to be struck by a car on Halloween than any other day. A lack of visibility because of low lighting and if it's at night plays a big factor in these incidents.
1: That's why Height says parents should make sure their kids have reflective tape on their costumes or a glow stick. He also advises parents to make sure their kids stick to the sidewalks. As for drivers, he says, same rules apply as any holiday.
0: Plan ahead. If you are going to be in an adult party where there may be alcohol, make sure you got a designated driver. And obviously, just for adults that are out at any time, knowing that trick-or-treating may be going on, and just be extra vigilant and looking for pedestrians out walking or crossing the roadway.
1: For the trick-or-treaters, Height says kids should know to never enter a stranger's home or a vehicle and to stick to familiar, well-lit areas. Also, he tells parents to check over the haul of candy the kids bring home. Make sure candy wrappers and packages have not been broken. There's an effort mounting to preserve a covered bridge along the Calhaven Trail near South Haven. The Michigan Department of Natural Resources is about to start a maintenance and upgrade project on the trail from Bloomingdale to South Haven. It announced this year the project will include the replacement of several bridges, one of which will be the Donald F. Nichols Covered Bridge, which is near the trailhead in South Haven. South Haven Visitors Bureau Jen's, uh, Director Jen Sistrong tells us the bridge is a popular attraction. The
0: Calhaven Trail is one of our biggest marketing assets. gets a lot of visitors, and right now it is on the cover of Pure Michigan Magazine, so it's recognized all over the state.
1: While there have been no announced plans for the redesign of the bridge's replacement, locals are hoping to preserve the iconic covered structure.
0: Ideally, I think we all would like to preserve the bridge, but we also understand that there are safety concerns involved, and so we just hope that we're able to work together to find a resolution to... Ideally, of course, we all want to save the bridge, and our hope is that we can find a way to do that.
1: Sisterunk says that there's some kind of fundraising arrangement that could be made that Visitors Bureau would be interested. She notes the friends of the Calhaven Trail are also interested in the fate of the bridge. It used to be a railroad bridge that was abandoned in the 70s and eventually became part of the Calhaven Trail. The DNR told us in July it plans to start its $5 million project on the trail in the next few years. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM news now continues. Relatives of those killed in the Uvalde Elementary School shooting faced the head of the Texas Department of Public Safety for the first time today. They called for him to resign. More from ABC's John Quinones in Texas.
0: They want to know when uh, the DPS director is going to resign. Families traveled from Uvalde three hours on by road this morning. The relatives of the victim saying, Our families are hurt. Our community is divided. We want accountability. They want to hear that police officers who were there, and there were 91 DPS officers inside the building, along with hundreds of others from other agencies who didn't respond for 77 minutes. They want to know why not, and they want the answers now.
1: The U.S. economy grew at a 2.6 percent annual rate from July through September, snapping two straight quarters of contraction and overcoming high inflation and interest rates just as voting starts in the midterm elections, in which the economy's health is a paramount, paramount issue. The better-than-expected government estimate showed gross domestic product grew in the third quarter after having shrunk in the first half of the year. Overall, though, the outlook for the economy is darkened. The Federal Reserve has raised interest rates five times this year and is set to do it again next week and in December. Concern about the likelihood of a recession next year has been growing. We're now just 12 days away from the November midterm elections and the polls have gotten very tight in some key races. More maybe ABC's Justin Finch.
0: Poll data from 538 show control of the Senate for now remains a toss-up between Republicans and Democrats. 538 also tracking Democrat candidates shrinking leads in battleground Senate contests in Georgia and Pennsylvania. ABC's Rachel Scott says both parties hoping to lock in a win are sending reinforcements to campaign in Pennsylvania. We're told plans are coming together for president biden to travel back to the state and former president donald trump will be there too justin finch abc news washington
1: average prices on new and used vehicles have started easing from the record highs and more vehicles have become available at dealerships the average used vehicle price in september was down one percent from its peak in may even so auto purchases remain unaffordable for many with average prices still 30 to 50 percent above where they were when the pandemic started in 2020 The average used auto cost nearly $31,000 last month. The average new vehicle is at $47,000. With monthly payments on a new vehicle averaging more than $700, millions of buyers have been priced out of the new vehicle market and are now confined to used vehicles only. With his army losing ground in Ukraine every day, President Vladimir Putin of Russia today lashed out at what he said is the West's geopolitical aims in Ukraine. More from ABC's Tom Rivers the Foreign Desk.
0: Addressing a think tank in Moscow, President Putin pulled no punches. He cast the conflict in Ukraine as part of an effort by the West to, in his words, secure its global domination. He accused the U.S. and its allies of trying to dictate their terms to other nations in a dangerous and bloody game. The West, he said, has taken a number of steps to escalate the situation, leading to the destabilization of the global food and energy markets. Dom Rivers, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk.
1: Russian President Vladimir Putin has denied any intentions of using nuclear weapons in Ukraine, but he described the conflict there as part of alleged efforts by the West to declare global domination. Speaking to international policy experts today, Putin accused the U.S. and its allies of trying to dictate the terms to other nations in a, quote, dangerous and bloody domination game. Putin, who sent his troops illegally in Ukraine on February 24th, claimed that, quote, Humankind now faces a choice, accumulate a load of problems that will inevitably crush us or try to find solutions that may not be ideal. A paper supply crunch is just in time for the midterm elections. More maybe ABC's Derek Dennis. An estimated 30 million pounds of paper will be
0: used in this year's midterm elections, say industry experts. But soaring demand and a shortage of paper manufacturers during the pandemic has left stockpiles crunched. Companies just aren't making as much paper due to the global shift toward electronic and virtual work. Election officials say voters should have no problems casting ballots on November eighth or for early voting. But editing mistakes or last-minute changes to a local ballot could pose an issue, as result, suppliers are being told to prioritize paper orders for election needs, and election workers are being warned one typo could mean not enough paper for a reprint. Derek Dennis, ABC News.
1: With Election Day 12 days away, efforts are already underway in courtrooms across the country to sow doubt about the outcome. Since the start of the year, more than 100 election lawsuits have been filed, mostly by Republicans. The case is calling into question mail-in voting rules, voter access, voting machines, voting registration, the counting of mismarked absentee ballots, and access for partisan poll watchers. It's a litigation strategy that stems partly from the failure of a former President Donald Trump and his allies to prevail in overturning the results of the 2020 presidential election that he lost to Joe Biden. And Elon Musk has tweeted his thoughts about the future of Twitter as his deal is expected to close tomorrow.
0: Twitter users get ready for the era of Elon Musk. The billionaire mogul tweeted his reasons for buying the networking site, writing it's important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence, adding it cannot become a free-for-all hellscape. Musk also clarified his thoughts on Twitter ads, saying they must be relevant to the lives of Twitter users. He ended his post by saying, let us build something extraordinary together. Musk is close to finalizing his purchase of Twitter for $44 billion, after trying to walk away from the deal. Derek Dennis, ABC News.
1: WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.